Good whenever. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Get you some of the vibes of uh, of so young gravy and fucking T Pain who ain't never missed ever. Never fucking missed. Yes. You know what? That's a, that, yes. Very very Steph vibes. What's T Pain part? Nigga. It has a very uh, has that Bruno Mars feel to it also. This is what is it that we say? Um, uh, we're the funkiest podcast in this bitch. In case anybody was wondering, because we played the good vibes, but we listen to the music. This is transitioning to the funky, wonderful, loving conversation. We just where else would you want to be other than here? Welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for being here. It's a pleasure for you to meet me. I feel like, and here, you know the crazy thing? This is a testament. You know how good a song is for it's not. They're not even finished. This is not the. This is not even the final version. But motherfuckers heard this shit on the internet and said, "Screen recorded, put it on YouTube." The fucking world needs this. Absolutely. I didn't do it because I don't want to. Yeah, I don't know how much. But look at it. This is the, you guys can't see it, but like this is just a fucking YouTube video of a fucking phone. I wonder if you can like caption. screenshot that and add that into like. The shit like the overlays and stuff put it up there so like people can actually like there's a button you can press on the keyboard that will screenshot oh, the screen right yeah it's a series of things and then add it on there so people would be able to see I'm gonna what start. you're talking about it's not it's set on the pod so now it has either some form or fashion some pre type of thought because i don't say like we're always from the balls just firing off <laughs> But like it's a good portion of what's worked here, and I feel like you know that's part of the flair. But Absolutely. in the theme of as we've been saying, well, I feel like for like a decade and a half, some sort of just you know put a little more a little. Uh, on top of it is thinking a little bit ahead of the song. Because then if I can't find the video, like I can, we can at least yeah we can get you guys with a clip because we can do yeah. that also for the songs that we play. Like I know we're adding the songs to the playlist for the podcast, so people can be funky with us even when they're not listening to us. I've also determined I'm putting it on YouTube. I just feel like that's easier because that's where right. I found these songs. Because at first I was I've been sitting here bouncing between like platforms. Fuck it, it'll be on YouTube. Yeah, that so way yeah. you guys can find because some of these songs, especially ones that are not from this country, Spotify yeah, you can only and all find that. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the that's, part. That's it's dumb on my part like incorporate all music or they may get sprinkles of music for other countries but like it would be it would behoove you to include music of all genres from every country just in case somebody's looking for it but for us especially if we're going to add it on to the playlist for youtube we could also probably screenshot it from youtube and put it up on there up here so people can Facts. see what song it is don't pay us any mind. As usual, we're we're processing live, so you guys get to be a part. Hey, man, of the you process can do it. Of- if anybody, you know, just not like a conversation or two here and there, where it's like, what do I need? It just do it because yeah, like, just do it. I feel like I'm not gonna play us to say I don't think we know what we're doing a little bit, but also you can definitely like. What's that shit? Like, you can just jump off the cliff. You can make the plan on the way down. I promise you, there's enough room. Absolutely, and I can hit, like Absolutely. it'll be fine. Have have a foundation. 
Because I'm not saying just jump into the shit flying by the seat of your pants with like no direction whatsoever. Yeah, that one's stressful. I tried that. (laughs) But but have some sort of a direction of where you would like to go and what you would like to do. You definitely can absolutely figure that shit out a long way. Because I guarantee you, whatever plan you had going into it, it's not going to go 100% that way. You're going to have to adjust some shit. But have a foundation. Please have a foundation. If you go on sky jump or like whatever the case is, shout out to Will. You gotta have a fucking plane to get up in the air with. Do fucking evil can evil man just fucking. <laughs> what is uh? You remember the cartoon Super Dave? Yes. Yes. Like fucking um. What was his? I can't remember his name on the TV show, but Tim Allen, like on his show, was it Home Improvement? That was the show. Like, yeah. yeah. So his character is like always fucking shit up. But like Super Dave was like the the stuntman version mm-hmm. of that. Like everything I do just turns to absolute shit and it goes wrong and I get blown up. But speaking of like stunts, do we put, do you put, you know what? Do you put Johnny Knoxville like in the, in that conversation? Cause I mean, it's more comedic and they, had, they all definitely got fucked up, but like, those motherfuckers are technically like I don't know how stunt shit works or where that hierarchy is. I don't. Uh, I think it would be difficult for them because they are a group. Because when you think of like doing some of the most extreme stunts, I wouldn't take Johnny Knoxville out of that group. I think Steve-O would probably be the most known for doing some of the That's craziest true. shit. Him and I forget the other dude's name. Um, the other white guy that they like to mm-hmm. pube hairs and like. Glued it on his face, and somebody had crabs or some shit like that. Yeah, they yeah, that, that shit they do a lot of fucked up shit to him, where he gets fucked up. But Steve-O would definitely probably be the one that gets the most known for getting fucked up out of everybody. Johnny Knoxville is just like he's the face of Jackass. Yeah, I'm trying to think like because yeah, I'm trying to think of is it are we going just all fucked upness or who's doing like stunt stunts? Because like when I think like stunt people like professionally or. who's just like an all around extreme sports motherfucker. Oh yeah, bam. Well, Bam was Bam was popular as shit, but he was like skateboard dude. But Bam wasn't like Bam the, was funny. Yeah, but like the stunts, I remember Bam kind of going like, "Oh fuck this." Skate, yeah. Skateboard wise, skateboard wise, he do it, or if it had something to do with him doing college frat boy white shit, like he be in there, like him party boy and shit, like he, yeah, he'd do that. When I think like stunts, when I think of like okay, just hands down. I'm not fucking around. This is my job. I think like Travis Pastrana level stunts, like right, he's right. bikes and cars and fucking jumping out of planes and shit. So for them, I'm like, who's this stunt? Or even though it is funny, you get fucked up. That might be like Steve. I think I it'd, like be it'd be Steve-O. Because, yeah, he would. Because, like, some of them end up being successful between him and, like, Knoxville. Like, they right. turn into successful things. So, um. Knoxville was definitely, like, the, the ringmaster or the ringleader of the situation. He would facilitate shit. Steve-O was known for being the most extreme and, like, putting his body on the line. I think Bam, Bam, and then I don't. Bam wasn't Party Boy. It was the other dude that was Party Boy. Yeah, Party Boy shit was. But them two became known like yeah. He'd do the more raunchy, mm-hmm. naked, pseudo, gay ish <laughs> type stuff. Bam would definitely do the skateboard stuff because he even like was on some of the video skateboard video games. It's like a special character because mm-hmm. skateboard related. He would do it. So everybody had their own avenue. That made them famous within the group, which is dope, which is necessary. Like, although we are working collectively, we each have the ability to do our own shit 
and come together and still make this grow at the same time. And what we want to do separately works with this collectively, but also doesn't get in the way of what we're trying to accomplish. So I think that's pretty dope. I wonder how much they regretted this second movie. Like this, not the second movie, like this new movie that's coming out. Oh, because it's like afterwards. Yeah, because it's like you can do like one and two and three when you're just getting fucked up every day. But like when I probably had years, and you got to think some of them niggas like have done all this time like living regular lives. They just said, fuck it. I got kids. Right. I'm going to start going to get ice cream on Sundays. And somebody said one more time and whatever pitch they made, whether it was money woes or especially for the one who just doesn't have any money problems. Like right. you just did it for the strength and you came back like, holy fuck. I remember why I left. Like, <laughs> I, I, yeah. Cause I think Steve was probably the only one that has done stunts and antics consistently. Cause that's part of who oh, he yeah. is. And that's part of his, uh, his comedic style with him kind of going into the comedy thing. But I think it's also an aspect of his, his advocacy. Cause he does that. Like when he does shit to advocate for animals and like mm-hmm. speaking up against SeaWorld, he was doing stunts and shit like that for a part of his advocacy and, and speaking out to certain topics. So that's consistent with him. Johnny has been full blown comedy acting status. Yeah, I'm a movie, yeah he's a fucking movie star. So he ain't really been taking them shots like that. So yeah. Also like Steve, like I wonder like, is there a difference? I mean, I think there might be like clearly like in, in mentally, but like having like a completely sober like take at this, like as opposed to in the beginning, like now I'm a sober, fully middle-aged man. Yo, this shit hurt a little more. Right, like yeah. this is, you know, this is a hoof man. Like, whoa. Random thought. Random thought. Is this the most we've ever talked about? specific white people on this show probably <laughs> like in a pot in like a like a because there's in no a positive way. light yeah it's not light. like yeah. these motherfuckers been fucking yeah. up the community yeah. it's just been like oh hey yeah these guys were doing unless yeah. they're talking about like i mean wolverine's white but he's fictional hugh jackman's <laughs> hugh jackman is hugh jackman he's he's doing he's doing uh I was going to say Boardwalk, but uh, Broadway right now. He he retired all that woman shit to do what Broadway. Is, what is that? About? I mean, I know it's the cultural thing. I think about it. I answer my question. But, like, it just is crazy. Like, I'm not a... I wonder, like, do they get tired of, like, American actors? Because you just feel like over there, like, everybody is, like, fucking, like, just broad. And, the, and it shows in their work, though. Like, they're just actor-actors. Like, I remember watching, like, even that joke clip that came up with um, Don Cheadle and fucking... Kevin Hart was like, damn. Like, but when you watch that interview, like, Don Shield talking, he's like, no, nah, man, like, I used to do, like, mad fucking theater. Like, I used to fly. Yeah, that's to what I'm saying. He got his start with Rent, didn't he? Yeah, it was like, if he I'm not mistaken, he, he was one do... of the main people that was on Rent when it originally went to Broadway. All that shit. So I'm just like, man, I don't know. I'm not like, I don't, I'm, I don't want to get on one of my usual, like, hone your craft type things. But it's like, damn, it just, them niggas be different. Like, I just, I don't know where that came from. I just, when I look at motherfuckers and you, like, be like, damn, he's an amazing actor. You go back and he's like, fuck, that's why that motherfucker can stab you in the face and then cry in like another movie and then be like, you know, some weird crutchy villain or some shit. Cause that motherfucker was acting with nothing. It was just right. trick me nigga on stage I'm just on stage and I have to make it work, which is the original essence of acting. If you think of like medieval times <laughs> when they were in the amphitheater. <laughs> 
We're in the amphitheater acting, and I have to have this red ribbon, this blood, and oh, like where they had to. We don't have the theatrics of cinema to help us. Like we have to actually convey the story. So they have to hone their craft a little bit more. I think I'll say that that's kind of the beauty of us, like our generation. I think we got a lot of the actors that we saw in cinema. Mm be so great because they came from that whereas today it's just like you could be somebody that's hot on instagram and end up in a movie yeah and i think i don't know i'm not saying that they shouldn't have those opportunities at all i think that i just think sometimes it pigeonholes them like you sometimes like i have my little tirade about we need to bring in more stuff but then i think to myself everybody is not Lawrence Fishburne. It's a fucking jump to go from Ike Turner to motherfucking Morpheus. We, you ain't even. You're adding in a portion of it because we ain't even talking about when he was like on the Pee Wee Herman show. All that shit, like fucking. Uh, we talk about Sam, like the hardest working nigga in fucking Hollywood, is Nick Fury. But he was, but he's also like it was on the pipe. That, like you know, he's <laughs> like yeah, that, like the equalizer is Macbeth. Yeah, like I don't know who else. Um. All these motherfuckers are like theater trained. Like Viola Davis is a fucking monster. Like it just Absolutely. when you look at their performances and you like fuck around and get sucked in and be like, damn, um, this motherfucker actually is like, you know, I believe they're the character. You'd be like, damn, that's because they like did those fucking Malcolm Gladwell ten thousand hours type shits. Right. And it's like, fuck. So in other words, when it comes to financial literacy, making sure that you're diversifying your bonds because it will definitely help your portfolio. That shit. I mean, I'm talking cryptically, but it's the same shit, like being able to add some depth to yourself, being able to add some versatility to you would definitely make you more marketable and make you more successful. Now, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned Pigeonhole. That kind of gave me a random thought mm. on some some going back to not speaking about white people in such a positive uh-huh. light. Not, not to do that on purpose, but it is what it is. Uh, what's the what's that movie? I want to say it's like Fifty Two or Five Five Two or some shit. Where the like the female spies, the movie that's coming out with the female spies from all around the world. I don't know. If oh yeah, 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 yeah. I don't remember the name of it, but like as they're introducing the female spies, the one thing that bugs me, and it bugs me a lot in cinema, film, and all that. Why does the black person always have to be from the UK? Why does the African black person always have to be the, from the UK? Are there no talented black spies that can come from directly Africa and live in Africa? Like, That's a good point. Why? Why Why is the black person always have to represent the white country and not representing a black country? I feel like there's probably like something in there that's like, um, you know, like you have to come from like these super dope, uh, you know, clandestine organizations. You don't think that when you think. Like, but that would be cool. Like, fuck Wakanda, man. Like, you can just have, like, a Nigerian fucking James Bond or some shit. All these countries have fucking, um, you know, s- fucking spy agencies and undercover right. whatevers and blah, blah, blah. I think that is, like, kind of representation. Like, these are the countries that get to it. The rest of these motherfuckers are not super powered enough to really have this or whatever. And that's what bugs me because it, it continues that narrative that our countries are underdeveloped. Yeah. Or even, like, the U.S. spy is never a black person. It's always the U.S. spy is always a fucking same sh- old. It's a double face, clean cut white boy with square chin, like or the stereotypical white girl who's slender with longer. Like, 
You can't when they're have, black, they're a fucking demolitions expert. Every nigga just blows shit up. Right. They're, they're, like, they're the person that's going to be behind the scenes. Shout out to Vin Rames, who just like, you made your career out of being in that goddamn van to I help used Tom to like, Cruise goofy ass. I used to like that one. I kind of, you know, obviously nobody's going to take the action away from Tom Cruise in his own movie, so I kind of got that part. But also, I enjoyed the idea that I'm big, I'm black, and I'm a fucking tech genius, bitch. You niggas go out there and die. Like, right. this shit doesn't function without me. I don't give a fuck about none of this shit you niggas fighting. Like, you cannot... I can shut down the entire Pentagon today. I'm like, okay, I'll right. fuck with that. That's cool. But if you think about it, that character, and then... Hey, I, I'm the guy that makes all of Batman's vehicles. Like... Those are the only two examples of right, but those are the only two black people that I can think of that like oh, they're put in roles of support, but it's important. So although we may not be making you the main person, you still have a very, very, very important role in how this shit comes together, and you also get notoriety for it. Outside of that, we're not included in the process at all, or if we do, as far as being a foreign person somebody that is african or of african descent you have to come from another white represented country it's sense. like why why is that why do you want to try and fool us in that regard to say that oh you're not able to do this coming from here like why you don't have no super super secret spy that's one of the top ranking agents in the cia that was born in fucking compton like why is that not possible because that's not the narrative they're going to provide but i think yeah i think that's it i think like you know Cause even this, even when they fucking had the whole uh, debacle about the new 007 black woman, yeah, who also was from the UK, yeah, and it's just like, yeah, bro, it's like, I mean, I get it, y'all been like, you know, having, you know, these characters and shit, but I don't know, I like, like, who was well, speaking of Don Cheadle, there was a movie years ago where he was like a spy. That shit was amazing. Mm-hmm. That was like one of the first. Like, one of the beginning, like, you know, when you start getting older, I think we, I was in, we were, like, in high school or something like that when that movie dropped. And, like, he was, like, a... We were or you were? Maybe I was. I was. Because I'm trying to think if it was, like... If you were anywhere close to 11th or 12th grade, yeah, I was probably yeah, you were in college done. already. I was done. But I, that's why I don't know. I don't know if it was at the beginning. Either way, it was high school, early college era. And he was a spy. I should know the thing. I'll probably pop it up here later on. But, um... And it was like one of those movies where like, you know, you kind of get older and it's like, oh, I'm cool with the plot. Everything doesn't have to be boom, pow, pew. And I was like, that's one of the movies. Yeah, that's one of the movies I was like, oh, the dude is a fucking amazing actor. And it was also one of those movies like, you know, everything like post 9-11 was like, go to fucking, uh, you everything know, was go to the Middle East and right. like undo. Discriminating against Arabs. Yeah. Cause they so like, terrible. it was a little much. And he was like, that was part of the film. Like he was kind of like figuring out, I think like his allegiance. It was a lot, but it was a good film. Uh, I don't know what the fuck it was called though. I would I would qu- want to see like who produced it because that plays a role in it for us. Like a lot, oftentimes, like say with the the most recent, um, not Rainbow Six, but it's gonna transition into Rainbow Six. The mm. movie with with Michael B. Jordan, like he plays a hand in the movie. That's the only reason why he's getting that role. Yeah. Like we have to play a hand in that in order to get proper representation. But outside of that. 
we don't. They'll make it seem like, oh, just like what you said, the 007 thing. It's kind of like a smoke and mirrors because they're using that to help bring more notoriety to the film so black people will actually watch it and it'll expand their demographic. We're going to have a black 007. You're not really saying that. No, she's but, not taking over the movie. No, she's not going to play a super. You're like, we're tricking you. That That's the thing. Like that Because I didn't finish that movie. Not because I didn't like it. I just kind of like fell asleep every yeah, time I tried to watch. Here. But it was more so like that was one thing when her character comes in. I was like, hmm. I see what y'all doing. And yes, we like Daniel Craig, but like y'all could just fucking do it. Like just fucking get a dick. Like right. just fucking speaking they, of they producers. They basically used her, not to cut you off, oh, they basically you know. used her as she's a badass. 007's been gone for a while. Yeah. And they use her being a badass as a way to usher in Daniel Craig's badassness because towards the end of the movie she's like giving him his respect of like oh yes you are yeah. it's like you're only it's here it's not even a mantle pass movie no, for real it's not not at all it's 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 really like South oh, Park me, yeah. your token let me show y'all <laughs> let me show y'all how I get down you know because I thought I was retired I'm James Bond I, right. you know whatever I'm the baddest motherfucker even though she's bad as fuck and I give her respect for being bad as fuck, but I'm badder than her. And then she bows down at the end, like, "Yes, you are 007, sir." You know, who's a good ass producer. Speaking of producers, just today with we had like a little like good news retreat thing because bonding, fucking uh, exercises and shit like that. Yo, Kelvin really a producing ass nigga. Like we was doing some of those fucking like things, and mm-hmm. like he like turned into like work him, and I was like, "Oh shit, this nigga like does stuff." That, I mean, that kind of goes back to what I was saying as far as Jackass, right? Like, everybody has a talent and they can understand how to bring it to the collective. And bringing it to the collective doesn't derail what everybody's trying to accomplish together or separately. So, I mean, I noticed that as well. Me having the ability to do more speaking or providing clarity to where it's like, this is what we're trying to do, right? This is what we're trying to accomplish. This is how we get there. This is how we can word it. This is how we can speak it. That's my talent, whether I speak it myself or whether I help somebody understand how to speak it clearly. That's my strength. I bring that to the team when we're brainstorming and creating and things of that nature. For him, that's his talent. He can bring that to, you know, you guys group exercise. But understanding your talent to provide more clarity for the group is super important. Just a dope ass writers room, bitch. We're making movies now. <laughs> we're fucking. We're, we're we're pitching ideas. We're making fucking visuals and, and TV shows. Like the just dope ass writers guild or some shit. Yeah, whatever. I don't know how this works yet. I, what is? I don't know. What, I don't really know how Hollywood functions for real. For real, but I'm whatever. Trying to think of it. What is? What is the? I want to say it's like Tastemasters Club or something like that, where people get together periodically and do the writing and speaking and helping each other figuring out. Like it's teaching something. You. I feel it's like a it's whole, a Tastemasters Club or I'll, something. I'll, like I'll buy it. Club. I know there's a bunch of fucking like things, <clears throat> but in my mind, when everybody's like, like I used to like until I really like you know you talk to certain people who are in the industry or whatever. I used to legitimately think when they were like we're in the writers' room, like that you sit down and get a notepad and like write out ideas, mm-hmm. and then everybody then depending you know some people work like that, but I'm like oh y'all really just get in there and just we just start vomiting ideas and merge them, and I was like oh shit give me a job <laughs> like what the fuck like I got like two or three niggas that I do this with on a daily we just Absolutely. fucking have a drink and just watch some shit and like yeah is that what that is fuck man like. But I, I think that kind of goes back into like my smoke and mirrors thing. Like we, we have this perception of certain processes 
or this perception of certain things, thinking that, oh, they must do some elaborate, extravagant shit that I could never have the capacity to do or the ability to do. And then you see it and be like, it's really monkeys throwing shit at the wall. Pretty much. And then they pass it on to people like us who really make it a thing. And that's what makes it work. And it's like, oh, I'm no different than the people that are actually doing the work. The person that kind of came up with this, he's fucking somebody with, with, with heavy pockets. That's really all it is. Like you're funding something, you want to make the idea happen, and then you go from there. Like it's not too many, say, Adam Sandler's or um, I don't know why, Tyler Perry's or people like that. That like I have the money, I have the idea, I can make it happen, I'm going to be a part. Like there's not too many people that are that intricate and involved in what they're doing. It's just like my role is... I fund. That makes sense. Oh yeah, that, damn. That made me think of two things. One, um, smoke and mirrors like is a whole internet, and I, I'll probably go back to a tirade about that. Yeah. But speaking of fucking Adam Sandler, I was uh, that fucking uh, yeah. that clip that came up from yeah. the Breakfast Club, and goddamn uh, Ryan Davis. Like, you know what I liked about that is that like he like. Really thought out the question Absolutely. Like the motherfucker They were like Okay just comedy in general We talking just stand up Cause I feel like That shit is important Like context is fucking important Like that shit Niggas I looked in the comments And niggas still blew I can't believe this motherfucker Said Adam Sandler And it's like dog How hard is it To fucking Just For two seconds Apply context To that nigga Listen to the question mm-hmm. Then explained And then said Yo if we're talking Just who makes the most even the ladies like, hey, you have to almost throw it to Ice Cube. People who are comedians aren't getting these looks and such and such. If you niggas had to said stand up comedy, that's a whole different list. Right. Niggas still got fucking like up their ass about it. And even that transition to like, you know, because it's not a fucking show unless you have uh, relationship talks about stuff. Um, the Internet again. And God, I promised. Because I, I just, I don't want to talk about them anymore. Like, I didn't, we didn't even bring them to the show with this first stupid fucking thing they said. I just made a couple posts, laughed a little bit, and I thought they would just fucking die in the sun. And and these, uh, um, I'm, I'm here for duel, and whoever this fucking weird, doofy friend is, are back on the fucking internet talking to Britney Renner. I've never, I've never looked at one fucking image and hated everybody in the room So like I hated every single person You make that uh, What is it that Michael Jackson meme Where he got the funky face of like Yeah it was just like I just like I couldn't even I feel like my I almost like my eyes I felt I don't know if you can break Little things in your eyes Like I Cause I couldn't hate Everybody equally It was just like I hate the room Everybody said some dumb shit I don't know what Academics said Cause I only watched the clip But like just they all said something that if if translated differently, dog shit, it could be made sense of, and it may have a small aspect of validity. But the amount of gymnastics you have to go through to understand this, the intellectual capacity, what they're saying is is it's not what the average person is doing. The best quote is from I have to give Shard and her props. This wasn't even me. She was like, she was like, honestly, because she's getting in her comic book bag. I'm so fucking proud. Thank you. Um, we love you, Shard. Nigga said it was literally like watching like two villains fight. She was like, you like you know like the villain beat this other villain, but it's like, bitch, it's still a villain. Because she was saying that in regards to everybody just, you know, licking the crack of fucking Britney Renner's ass. And they're like, yeah, she got them niggas up out of here with that quote. But she's like, she's still fucking her, guys. Like, Absolutely. that doesn't, 
That's not whatever. She's so, still going to prey on some college boy right after. All right, man, let me try to like, I guess we I, I acknowledge this in the smallest degree. Obviously, the 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 fucking the fit and fucking the fucking fuck whatever them niggas and they were on Britney Renner and they were on Academics podcast. They were having a conversation about obviously the plethora of fuck shit they've all just said in, in life, and um, <laughs> just every as they've been existing, and she kind of ate them niggas up about like how they talk about women and asked them like what is the purpose of their show and what is. What do they get out of talking down and talking slick and talking shit towards women? And to me, I enjoyed that part one because it showed that like, and I'm not, and I'm not. This is not a platform to promote just shitting on anybody. But I'm like, this is where it's like, yo, there is no point because them niggas clam the fuck up. If you have a real point, you could really argue the fact of like, my show is about this, this is this, whatever. Maybe you lying, but. That that to me was like okay, you niggas don't really have a point or purpose, whatever. Mm-hmm. You just do give off. A, I didn't get no dick touches when I was in high school, and black girls said ni- nasty things to me. So you know what? It's fuck them to the end of the world because. And honestly, I hate you niggas so much. Also, I've been telling y'all, bro, y'all do not, y'all got to stop respecting these niggas who are balding. It's either you bald or nothing. You saw, bro, had the fucking landing strip. He's not. It's not a commitment. Why would you? I'm okay. That's he's trying to hold on to it, man. He has he has issues with commitment, and those are just unforeseeable red flags that if you just pay attention to small context, you can probably notice it. And this is here's my other gripe with things that they said because they discuss now. Here's her with the predator shit and like the weirdo shit that I'm weirdos. I feel like is saying she said something along the lines of I didn't mess with dog. I stopped messing with bro because you know I wanted the committed relationship. I wanted the Blah, blah, blah. And he couldn't give that. I call bullshit. I think that was like was some predator shit. The motherfucker was 19, 20. That doesn't give you realm to fucking like go out and cheat or whatever. That's what I'm saying. Motherfucker's immature. Because if you really wanted that level of maturity, you would have found somebody. You motherfuckers all sit in the same rooms. So you would have found somebody obviously financially in the same spot of a certain age. But if that person is a mature or wiser individual or type of dude, that nigga's going to call you on bullshit. Jumped on little man because fucking idiot. That's my theory, and fight me. Um, I, I I have a, di- a slightly different perspective of that. I would call bullshits for the simple fact that yes, he's young, he's immature, he's just now getting fame, he's just now getting money. You know, it for him the the ideal looks up because I get this fine ass Instagram type chick that wants to be in a relationship with me. I got smashed, I got her pregnant, we're starting a family. He wasn't unwilling to give her what she was looking for. She mm-hmm. just didn't understand how to communicate to him what that entailed for her and be willing to do the same. Why were you? That makes sense. Why were this conversation not going in a particular re, uh, direction? Because you were doing the same thing that he was doing. Actually, probably more so than him because he actually was like, yo, this is my I'm showing you all this. Is my lady, I got her pregnant. This is my family. Mm-hmm. This, that and the other blah, blah, blah. It was clickbait for you. It was an opportunity to propel your image into a different light to go from the girl that created the tell-all book that was hoeing for all these other people to being a more wholesome woman. But it was never because this is my family and I love them. Y'all had two different narratives. So even the communication was not there. She was doing smoke and mirrors from a victim mentality. He was actually bought into it. He just didn't understand what he had to do to nurture it. That's a good take because my sister said something along the lines of like, you know, 
you know, everybody does like the internet cleanup when they do some shit, deleting pictures, that and third. So I guess rollout tour. So yeah, that kind of ties into what you're saying about like, oh, I'm just gonna be a whole different. It changed my image. On these niggas' side, when they said that, as opposed to saying anything, fuck, not even this, anything that just to me had any semblance of thought. Their statement was something along the lines of like, when you get somebody rich, you got to deal with the fact that they going cheat. That's just what you got to do. You got, and I'm I'm here to say, as much as we talk about multiple hoes, fucking and polygamy, those are consensual relationships with consenting, not manipulate. I communicated. Yeah, yo, like if a motherfucker said, like, hey, I want to be with in a wholesome relationship. This, first of all, because I've said this before, like. There's polygamy. There was a clip that I saw today, and I forgot what it was, but it was like having multiple people doesn't make the relationship better. It's not like a cure for cheating. That just means you're going to fuck up, fuck it up bigger because you have more people to fuck it up with. If you are, say, I want to fuck with these two people, those two people become your two partners. Right. It ain't like you fucking, look here, bitch, lick my goddamn boot. It's like, no, nah, nigga, you have to now... Be emotionally available for two individuals. This is a fucking trifecta relationship or a foursome or however many fucking numbers you want to work. Or you, 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 y'all and the goddamn Lysol box, whoever you fucking with, whatever it is, y'all are equal portions as opposed to. And I'm not saying niggas ain't whatever. I feel like everybody has an ego moment, whatever, whatever. But it's not the same as, you know, me and my bitch got a bitch. You could. That could be, you know, nice. But that's a different dynamic. And then there's, you know, obviously just niggas who just want to have be able to say that they got their bitch to suck pussy. And now you got some insecure girl out here, you know, tooting her nose up in the bedroom crying inside because she got to lick old girl's ass so that you won't leave. That's not the same thing. None of these things are the same thing. And I just it's fucking dumb. And back to that fucking statement about context. I need niggas in shows like this to stop being the voice for dudes because they're just not. This is weak, weird nigga shit. And I am a little bit bothered that I even gave them light on my platform. But the conversation just kept coming up. And I've been asked like three or four times, you going to talk about this? So we're talking about it. You got what the fuck you asked for. Here we are. Not even specifically what they were saying. But yes, uh, uh, we have to stop giving shit the attention that it does not deserve. Like we talked about the 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 smoke and mirrors. Absolutely, right? Lotus. No touches. <clears throat> None. Well, <laughs> they get them, but they they manipulate their way into the touches that they get. They're lying and being insecuring, but that kind of goes into the smoke and mirror. So even That's with those dudes, you're presenting yourself as if you are the voice of male reason, but you're also choosing dunderhead female guests. You're not choosing somebody that is either dunderhead. a intellectual equal or somebody that surpasses you you got a bunch of wig wearing miami beach walking young chicks that want to be famous for being cute on your podcast you're not having women that are doctors and lawyers or even just women that are business owners even if it's just a salon or something but you don't have women that have a certain intellectual capacity you're picking people for a certain narrative because it fits what you're trying to present it's all smoke and mirrors you're not having authentic conversation you're having tailored conversation you're having something that is relatively structured to condition a certain point, but you're not speaking for the masses because you're not even speaking real shit. 
you're finding an environment that condones your bullshit. That's essentially what you're doing. And then we all get judged because of your ignorance and fuckery. Yeah, because that'd be my thing with like the conversation. It's like, bro, this shit is not about, this is about controlling and manipulating the bitch man and all that other shit, which all that pimp shit sounds cool on paper. But the idea is for any other show, I feel like, of substance, word the fucking, I don't know, man, keep it a thousand. I'm just going to shut somebody's show out here. <laughs> like, it's like, yo, like, I am, I think I'm a significant, this type of dude. I need this and this out of a partner. Those are conversations to facilitate, like, yo, we are having issues, man and women. I've said this before a number of times. This is my mic. This is a fucking tagline. A community is not built without anything other than your relationships. Like, the relationships are the foundation. So, if me and my uh, queen mother of the earth, well, if king father of the earth, if we can't find a way to make this shit work, then nothing gets done. And then we have all these, like, you know, black and brown issues because nobody's fucking with one another. So, nigga, if you have the conversations, honestly, like, look, man, I'm not in any way saying that niggas is perfect by any margin. But what I am saying is from our perspective, these things are fucking happening on y'all's end. So that's what the fuck we're going to talk about. And, and goddamn, man, if you ever, you know, decide to maybe sit down and go, okay, nigga, tell me about it. And then we fix some of this shit Cause I'm not saying Don't do that to us I'm just saying Every goddamn show Is about that mm-hmm. But niggas like this Are just fucking weird And I just can't I, I just fucking can't Cause you niggas make life Just stupid Like These hoes Don't She don't wanna fuck you That day dude You're not mm-hmm. a fuckable nigga Go mm-hmm. away That has nothing to, We're not talking about The same shit That goes into extra context That we need Not just We can't 100% Leave all of the accountability On the person Putting out the content For them to think From multiple angles because some people, that's not their goal, right? They're, they're utilizing the smoke and mirrors for clickbait. We're trying to get, you know, fame or we're trying to get noticed and notoriety, but we're not trying to have a specific purpose that's going to create a positive angle. We just want to be known. We're trying to get our numbers up. So we're going to do shit that gets the numbers up. The context is what is needed to actually have a purposeful conversation or understanding. Where we come in and say the patrons of said content <laughs> we gotta understand how to think outside the fucking box and not take everything face value because even with the pimp shit that you said we have a communicated understood dynamic yes i may come from wanting to manipulate an insecure woman's mind but if i'm talking about my bad bitch baby like she knows everything that's going on when i'm frustrated she may be one of the few that actually knows that i'm frustrated she knows how to understand me although it may not be the most healthy dynamic she understand why she's here what the goal is how she plays a role in that we understand how how we complement each other what we do for each other and we talk about it on a regular basis he might not do that for his you know this throwaway hoe but for him, my bottom bitch baby my right hand man or if he has two of them within there's communication that goes on so i'm not doing this simply for the fact of boosting my ego these are my partners in some capacity like they know how to actually hold me down as unhealthily as it may be they still understand this shit y'all not talking about that context you just like i think that is something i even to use because i just feel like if i'm gonna give this a shot i'm gonna use the worst fucking example possible so to (laughs) piggyback off the pimp shit I think that is because I've had to explain that and it is I don't know why I do this to myself, but it is always an uphill battle. I feel like if I'm like if I can explain the worst shit, I can probably explain the easier shit mm. in some form or fashion. Test yourself, people. Something some gym and what Step I just said. Step outside your comfort zone. We say it all the time. All that. But like, yeah, if you try to defend like, I can't believe you said. So you just really think if you tell a bitch that a flea could pull a tree, she should cook his ass up. And I'm like, OK, man, like. 
essentially, that's a pretty tough line. Like, you know, into a pool full of pent piss, I'm not going to put no bitch. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. That's, like, harsh. But to use, like, Patrice, uh, even a Patrice O'Neillism, who who I feel like he says some harsh shit, and that's been also hard to explain. But, like, when he was like, you know, I got every bit of a pimp in me except to put a bitch on the track. Essentially, and it's a hard context, but it, but to say that, like, you know, Soup said it's like one time in the interview, it's like the pimp shit is not necessarily putting them on the track and all the other shit. It's just in certain spaces, especially relationship-wise, there is a lot of that even go back to the happy wife, happy life thing. So as a dude, you it just you get enamored by holy fuck she listens to that person, she listens to him, and then you know niggas drive it off the cliff and go full pimp. Mm-hmm. But I I know that sounds trash, and it is like a bad example, but we're here now. But if you're on the other side, there's a part in there where it's like there's just dudes not heard, and like right. so he's enamored with this idea that. A woman will listen to me. Obviously, it's the start of a villain origin story, and you turn into the fit and fuck up niggas. But living in that space is, I, I think, where we try to keep this show at is like, that's trash. We're not, not acknowledging that's trash. In this space, though, where that man said, I want to be the whatever fuck version of whatever. And this is an issue I'm facing. Every time I say whatever, I'm a bitch ass nigga. I'm a punk motherfucker. I'm overlooked. I'm not listened to. I say one thing, a motherfucker tells me. This mm-hmm. is what I said when that's one, not what I said, period, not the context I said it, not whatever. And that's outside of just fucking romantic shit. So, you know, black man stories being fucking, you know, everybody's villain. So that part is what we're trying to get to, man, is like if a motherfucker say I'm in it like this, take five seconds to go like, oh, OK, like there's context everywhere. Like, you know, it's probably not the best point, but you could say the devil had a point in certain parts, probably. Yeah. Just I mean, you be should able be able it. to understand multiple perspectives. So even kind of piggyback off what you're saying with the pimp shit. So let's say at, at his core, in the most unhealthy, insecure way, essentially that man is just looking for somebody that. I hear you. I listen to you enough and believe in you enough to ride with you through whatever venture that you're going to take us on that's going to help us in some capacity. Like, I'm, I'm submissive enough to come to you and be willing to, like, I hear you and I'm giving myself to you in support of this vision and this goal. Which, when it comes to submissiveness, now we have a different understanding of what submissiveness is and we end up taking that and putting it to an, a negative connotation. But if you break a lot of the shit down, healthy or unhealthy, that may be where it goes to. I just want to feel heard. I just want somebody that's going to be submissive enough not to like fucking rub my feet when I'm sitting in my lazy boy and put my slippers on and take a kneel before me and pass me the morning paper. I'm not saying submissive in that regard, but submissive enough to say, you know what, I'm here with you and this is where you want to go. I'm going to support you. I'm going to ride with you and you have all of my support as much as you need it, however you need it. I choose to feel chosen, to feel important. The same things that we see a lot of women say that they want. There's tons of men that want the same thing. You know the game. Your bitch shows me. <laughs> now we can get into some gangster shit, you know. Rest in peace, Max, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. What'd he say? You were there. But no when no one else No one was in my fucking corner dog You fuck I learned We had to do this for a fucking minute Nobody just walked up and saw your fucking ass And said butterflies fly at that bitch I'm trying to think I'm trying to make it make sense 
will make you wait. Is that even a pimp song? It's a love song. No, it was used in a pimp movie, so that's why people will think. But he was looking for love. Goldie was looking for love. He was trying to make it make sense. He was looking for love in the wrong ways and the wrong places. He just learned how to make it work for him, which is what a lot of people in general do. You motherfuckers was not outside. I just... If you was outside, you wasn't. You wasn't present. You could have been outside, but you wasn't paying attention to your surroundings. You just <sighs> outside because your mama told you to go take it, black ass. Fucking ass itch, man. But yes, it's the context of it. Even the lyrics of the song. Like when people think of pimp shit and they think of pimp movies, they may think of this song from the black exploitation era. But listen to the lyrics. I I want somebody that actually cares for me and supports me, and and you do that. You affirm me in all the ways that nobody else does. So I choose you to be in my life and I appreciate you. That's what a lot of dudes are doing. That's what pimps are doing. It may not be in the best way, as I said earlier, but that's I'm looking for somebody that believes in me. The niggas on the not so fit podcast, which I don't understand why that's part of your <laughs> title because neither one of y'all. Need, I'm out of shape for my standards now and I still look way more fit than you motherfuckers. But whatever, the, the unfitting unsavory finna get podcast. this goddamn uh post absolutely yes see when i was talking this is half when i was talking about the goddamn get right early this is the other half what is it come on man what's your shit I, like the baddest bitch on the block oh you talking about yeah. his name tag that yeah yo you gotta see got, like niggas have tags like the baddest <laughs> bitch on the block is it every block that's that you're on is it a specific street like where it's like this is bad bitch at <laughs> And well, for that one, you like have, a yo like a have game. To be careful of the block too, right? Because you say like I'm I'm the baddest motherfucker on Fig. Mm. That's a different conversation. You should do like a, a a like the Warriors. Did y'all watch the Warriors? And it was like you know because they had like those for gangs and they didn't Warriors. come out and play. It's the baddest bitch. Anyways, um, every block. Oh, oh shit. Hey, that nigga said, yo, hey, that nigga said, all you bitches are fucking trash on every street. City blocks. Damn, nigga. Southern California blocks. Road blocks. Road blocks. Whatever it is, I'm in that bitch. Road blocks. (laughs) Legos. (laughs) Fucking. uh. Uh, With Lincoln Logs. All that shit. Whatever it is, I, I block of I cheese, bees. motherfucker. Right. That's mine. I bees that oh, bitch, shit. motherfucker. <laughs> but shout, shout out to that. But we appreciate it. Thank you, thank you for for the great conversation. We appreciate your input as well. Thank you. But yeah, much. man, just like you know, I don't fucking know, dog. Like in a minute, I'm finna fucking call Triller because, um, I know I can like you, wanna, you know. Oh, we gonna be gonna, yeah, yo, just pod fight because like right. I just the shit's dumb. Like, we can have a wrestling match, and tag team, or like. Matter of fact, even, even even with shout out to to TGN family, was it Compton Mania? Yes, y'all. If this y'all is not the saying, thing. Y'all can set up, contact <laughs> them niggas, yes. and set set yes. up. We'll go in the ring with these motherfuckers, and we're gonna win anyway. But set that shit up. I will. I want this. I want I psycho want. said power bomb the shit out of one of these niggas. Yes, I'm getting a razor. Do the tables. I'm getting a fucking. Uh, I'm getting a razor Ramon vest. Oh with yeah, the, yo, with the chain and all the chico. Yeah. It's yeah that or that or Stone Cold man because you just gotta. I'm definitely stomp a mud hole in your ass and walk it dry. Stone Stone Cold. I get beer and everything. I don't even like beer like that, but like kombucha. Yeah. They that conf- honestly sorry they were completely off. I saw something the other day. I I went to 
And it was the worst shit ever. I, I went to a fucking uh, fuck place a couple weeks ago because I was just in a mood. But I went to I don't know. I was I went to like douchebag L.A. and it was I should just went to a regular fuss spot with like my regular Vietnamese folks. I knew when I walked in and it was like oh my god and I was like shit. And on the menu, it seemed like it was going to be dope. I didn't even know how you can make unseasoned because it's already not the most seasoned dish. Mm-hmm. This shit tastes like I was eating fucking card. Anyways. They had like hard kombucha, I knew and I you had, were gonna say that. And I was like, "Who the fuck's idea was this?" To I don't make- know, but I kind of fuck. So, so oddly enough, in my apartment building, like in somebody like because my where my car is parked is under underground parking or whatever. But in front of somebody's parking spot, like so sometimes people will leave shit out. Like, hey, everybody can take this. I have extra lemons, so here, just take some. I have. This in my house that I don't use anymore. If you want to take it, you can take it or throw it in the garden. But somebody put hard kombucha out there. And I was walking by for like a week and a half. And I was like, did somebody just forget they shit down there? And I looked at it and I was reading. It's like, oh, this is hard. Hard kombucha. Like, I know hard lemonade and hard seltzers and all that. But hard kombucha. Yeah, I've seen it. I'm too scared to buy it because I, like, once I you buy, buy it, it you're, I'm free. committed. I took one of the cans and drunk it in the house just to see. What How was that? Like. The taste was, uh, it was kombucha-esque, but I got a little, I was like, hey, I got a little. Right. Damn, so is it like, are you still healthy? Is it like healthy and lit? I hope so, because. Is that a thing? I, I, I don't need no Come on, living. vegans, what the fuck are you niggas doing? Like, I mean, y'all see yeah. how I normally roll. I keep the water and chlorophyll and stuff with me, but that's because, you know, I want to live and I, you know. My chance of survival is cut in half in comparison to the rest of y'all in certain organ areas. But I hope it's still healthy because the shit like the way Channing talk about RC because he got his fucking <laughs> like you like fucking oh, what was it the Elric brothers fucking uh teacher? <laughs> That's my this, only, this is where we need to pictures to throw up there so people can. Oh, I'm gonna put that up there because she be like in, it'll be in a post. Watch some. Fu- oh my god, yo! It's, there's so many anime references that I don't make uh, aside from those the ones are the, I fucking those do the make. Shit we gotta add on here so oh, we can throw man. it up there and people can know exactly what we're talking about. But um, I, I don't ooh, know where the fuck that I'm gives at me life. an idea. We can also random side thought. Just we're we're talking. Don't pay. <laughs> this is completely deep. He said. Hey, he <laughs> said good ass conversation, and we fucked it up ever since. <laughs> <laughs> no, we did. This this still applies. This still apply. We've stayed. We haven't deviated from what we've been talking about the entire time. I normally reel us back in anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's not my job. I have none yeah, of that. That's my job. Yeah. In case anybody hadn't figured it out, I'm. Oh yeah, yo, I will us. fire anything out. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not at all the fucking. I'm gonna. Structure. I'm gonna take that role for a split second as we can throw shit up there. So like, what pictures would you choose if we're talking about something that's absolute trash? Would you choose trash? Would you choose that? Like in my mind, for some reason, I just had the picture of an asshole. Oh, like, full like. See, sphincter of like something that is picture, complete ass. Pictures work when they're like, like they're. I'm a video person. Like I like to like see. So I think like somebody. Th- that's why gifs I think are so popping. Like you gotta like see somebody throwing away trash or like trash. Like if I could find like a clip where trash like bursts, because when you like trash is nasty, but trash becomes way worse when it's been in the bag just stewing and then it's like, mm. and it's like, nice yo, when the work. fuck did you get like yeah. a soggy styrofoam? I mean, and I it's like, like with weird. I don't even know how I ate that. It's just juices, mm, yeah. and not the good kind. Yeah, sex garbage <laughs> stew. It's like real soupy at the bottom. All the wetness Damn. is dripped to the uh, yeah, like chicken juice and watermelon rinds and fruit and all. It just soaked to the bottom. And yeah, that's like, gross. That is delicious. Cut that bottom open and put it all in the cup, and that's what you got to drink during set. 
you gonna make it so that night? not that it, not that it brewed in the garbage but hypothetically speaking if there were a thing because organizations don't do bad yeah, stuff to people we're, we're not but hypothetically yeah. speaking if somebody was to go and just clear out the things that are all in every part of the fridge and like grind up onions and fucking stuff and then give it to people who, mm-hmm. to drink it yeah. i wouldn't say that i know what that feels like but i'm saying that i could probably say i would say that it's probably terrible tasting it's not okay you know what allegedly i can say sometimes it's not that bad i mean i've i've it was experimented. potentially weird. Not that anybody made me do it because I don't participate nope. in organizations that do that. That's not what we do around here. But I've experimented. Deep waters we're in. <laughs> <laughs> I've experimented. And sometimes in, in certain situations, it hasn't been that bad, especially me being the one that has to like, I have to do the most because, you know. Actually, I tried to like, that. potentially, hypothetically speaking, I would try to drink as much randomly as how somebody like... <laughs> Somebody earned their name that way, which is fucking hilarious. I mean, E forty made his name that way. It worked out for him. Hey, look, man, just fun times. <coughs> but yes, back back to the 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 is it GIF GIF whatever it I is. think it's GIF. But yes, a dumpster fire could be nice to put up there. Oh yeah, I like the meme of the dude that's like doing this in front of the trash can. Like are you talking about trash? Mm-hmm. It's like, we out here, we trashed in a motherfucker. Like, that yes. could work up there. But that was just my small deviation of, like, shit that we can put up here for extra understanding for people to get that extra little visual. It's context. Just I'm, not, I'm just saying context is important. Absolutely. And See, fucking doofy stands, niggas is doofy. It stands within the line of our conversation. Yeah, context. I just, yeah. See, I like, my thing is, I don't be like when, like, you know, Dude, conversations come up, and then it'd be like, "Look, man, hate me for what I said in the context of what I said." Right? That motherfucker's a doof. But understand the context of when I said it, as opposed to assuming the context of what I said, because oh, yeah, a lot of true. people will assume that a lot of man talk is strictly locker room conversation. And even if it is in some, co- we some have capacity, to start changing the narrative on locker room conversation. Because that was exactly what I was about to okay. head to. Because because y'all haven't been in a male locker room as somebody that had his played high school collegiate and professional sports i know what it's like in the male locker room and we have actual i've seen dudes in a locker checking their stocks before and after practice this is honestly like one i you have to blame like a certain type of nigga for like propping certain platforms up to a to a degree but also just people who just you know you you know you just eventually some things are just posted for whatever reason but fucking blaming white people like that, like, I mean, like, to post, like, what their understanding is, like you said, nobody's been in a locker room. Even that shit, and I, I'm not over this, that Harlem shit where that nigga was like, I sucked the pussy spit in the ass, and then I fucking, uh, was fucking her mouth. I'm like, nigga, never in my whole entire life. Like, I've been bald, but, like, I still go. I still go for the shit, like, to this day. <laughs> Joe Budden. Yeah. To this day, there has not been a... There's been relationship conversations, of course, but there's I have till now to go a nigga so I lubed up my fist yeah, no. and just punched her right in the butthole, and there's a fucking and eight year old say, and like a mom there, like that's an, I, there? no, that's like an unspoken rule for barbershop talk is like you can still be real and authentic without being completely over the edge when it comes to conversation around the women and children. This is a safe space for us when it's specifically us, but even then you have to be comfortable to understand. 
who the fuck is in the room? And we know how to read the room. Y'all be acting like a barbershops that we don't know how to read the room. Yeah, we read the room that. and man, man intuition is a thing. It's a fucking big thing. It exists in fucking droves. humans just like you if you have intuition. We do too. Why? Because we were hunters, supposedly, right? So hunters have to have instincts and intuition, right? Did you check the other chat? Mm-hmm. Oh, did I? You did earlier. No, I ain't talking about shit. No, they ain't talking about us. But you know what? I don't care. We appreciate everybody that that, that participated in the streamyard conversation that we did do. Also, shout out to Keelan. I hear this goddamn shit just dropping her project. A fan of the show, a supporter of the show. She was on here what two weeks ago. She's been on here a few times. So support her. Part of the Dirty Laundry. Family, extended family of the podcast, but y'all hear this, this lovely funkiness. So y'all go ahead and support her most recent project. It's called Groove. If you didn't know, Groove. It's Groove. If it's called Groove, Key. Uh, since it's called Groove, you Groove, baby. Like, is this something that you need to tell me? You Groove. We got a what up Groove. Like, is this something that you need to know? I ain't know you was out there. Like, I still love you though, baby. I still. She's fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Alright man Go fucking run that shit up Go drink some listening. hard kombucha To you know Get you buzzed for the Get you some of the hard king. kombucha And listen to group. You know what Absolutely Light some sage Get some hard kombucha Instead of some bullshit wine Listen to something like this Get yourself a nighty Male or female I don't give a damn Get you a nice little nighty Or something that you can put on Where you can still be Slightly covered but naked And free under And just enjoy the rest of your evening You know Find you something Something nice to eat Whether it's your favorite meal Or some ass Whatever you prefer It doesn't really matter But just enjoy yourself For the evening We'll see you guys on Monday Monday motherfuckers See y'all later Right.